Well, hello and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Sacred Pathway Academy podcast with me, Allison Rozell. And I am here today. We're going to be talking about imposter syndrome. And I'm going to be speaking with this gorgeous goddess um, who I have gotten to know over, um, I don't remember when exactly we connected. Um, but we did connect and um i just really love the work that she's doing um i've enjoyed watching her growth and her evolution um so i'm going to bring her on her name is charmaine let me see just a second My, this is very exciting for me. I've never um, done this before. <laughs> hey! Let me see if I tilt it up a little so you can see my head. Can you see me? I can. How are you? Good. Right. Good. Ah. I see you're green. <laughs> it's one of my favorite colors. Yeah. I don't wear it often enough. Yeah all the heart chakra energy that you're giving. <laughs> oh, that, oh, yes. Let me see. I feel like I can't hear you. Okay. Let all me right. turn my volume up, too. No, it was mine. Mine okay. was... Yeah. I'm sorry. Hi, Allison. <laughs> <laughs> we are ready because we are live. We are here. Yay. <laughs> oh, so welcome to the Sacred Pathway Academy podcast, Miss Charmaine. I am so excited for our conversation that we're going to have today because you talk about a particular subject that I think is very important for mm -hmm. us as um, for women of color and especially Black women to really start paying attention to and mm -hmm. understanding what it is and mm -hmm. what it means. Um, so before we jump into that juicy conversation, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, well, um, my name is Charmaine Walker, right? and I have um, been working with women um, since 2015 after I got certified as a yoga teacher trainer, right? specifically um, with women and Black women, right? all um, in the hopes of helping to relieve stress. <laughs> right? Because stress is the number one killer of us, or it exacerbates all the diseases that um, as Black women, we seem to be more susceptible to. So my um, intention is always to help us reduce stress, give us ways to manage stress, so it doesn't affect us as adversity as it's been affecting us, so that we can become, you know, better moms, daughters, wives, sisters, aunties, you know, just better within our community and help um, our community better, right? So with that, I've also um, do meditation and mindfulness training. All of this comes into um, reducing stress, right? And learning how to manage your states and manage your moods, right? Regulate yourself. And for the most part, it's relatively inexpensive, if not free. So I, I, I try to make it available to as many people as possible. Um, during that process, I, you know, I deal with my own stuff. It's helped me so much dealing with my own luggage, right? <laughs> right? Suitcases, right? <laughs> 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 right? 
you know, unpack them throughout the years, right? But there was still just, you know, a couple of things that just seemed like I wasn't able to get to. And I just happened to, um, was listening to a podcast about uh, the woman who created poopery, the spray that she put in it. And she was talking about how she sees a hypnotherapist. So from there, I went on and I found myself a hypnotherapist, had wonderful results. I mean, even after one session, it, it like really healed one of um, the most important relationships in my life. Um, so it made it so much better. And then, you know, after several sessions, there's so many th other things clicked and it just seemed like it, it went, it, it, uh, the change was much faster. Okay. I mean, almost immediate. All right. So, of course, now knowing me, if you know me, I would have to learn more about this. Right? So I learned, I did some research, found out some more, and then I end up getting um, certified um, mm -hmm. as a clinical hypnotherapist. And since then, I've been used, combining hypnotherapy with um, meditation and mindfulness right? and, and yoga to help women. Um, I work with really um, high-performing um, women who really want to start a business or who do have a business, but they're dealing with imposter syndrome and anxiety, which is making them have tons of self-doubt, yeah. making them feel like a fraud and a failure, right? To increase their confidence, they could grow this business, right? So th that's who I'm working with now, who, you know, my target, I guess, audience is now but hypnotherapy can be used for anything and everything that's awesome well let's just jump right on into this thing so what is imposter syndrome so imposter syndrome is when no matter how much you've accomplished how many accolades you might have you still feel like a fraud you are worried that you're going to get found out yeah. and for women in particular when um, we accomplish anything, whether it was a business or it was a degree or whatever, you know, it happens to be a promotion, you know, you, we accredit it to something outside of ourselves. It must have been luck, right? Mm -hmm. Or it must have been, they didn't know what they were doing or, or they just want to be nice to me, you know? <laughs> and that's why I got, you know, the raise or, you know, the degree or whatever it is that I, um, receive right but when something goes bad right then that is all our fault as the woman that's all my fault i didn't do something right i am a failure is basically what it comes down to so all of that is internal so the failure part is internal right the accolades are external and just mm -hmm. giving up to love so when you have um achieved anything Right. And, you know, it's recognized by others because they're probably telling you this. Right. So whether it's a award or not, maybe it's something else. And someone's actually telling you, oh, you, you always do this. You, you're so good at this. Oh, wow. You know, but yet you're like, oh, it was just luck or, or oh, it's easy. Anybody can do this. You know, when no, not anybody can do it. You did it and you did it well. Right. But you're not able to accept that because you're afraid that they're going to find out that it was some kind of flu and you're really a fraud. Yeah. That's so interesting because um, as you're speaking about that, I can see that in myself mm -hmm. that I had um, huge problems with imposter syndrome when I mm -hmm. first started out. Cause I was like, okay, so I think I know what I'm doing. And mm -hmm. it was like, I know I knew what I was doing, but mm -hmm. it was just so much self-doubt, so much 
of me um, because my my go-to was always to put myself down. Mm -hmm. Was to always, you know, uh, like beat myself up over things mm -hmm. because I wasn't perfect or I didn't do it perfectly mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. whatever. And that really is where I feel a lot of that imposter syndrome comes from is that that illusion of perfection. Yes. But then at the same time, when someone is bringing it to your attention that you were, you're great and you're doing great, you then go to like the other end of the spectrum and like, well, no, no, I'm not. But, you know, I guess, you know, it's, it's such an interesting thing about imposter syndrome of how mm -hmm. it can flip the script on you like that. Don't yeah. you think? <laughs> And I mean, and imposter syndrome, I mean, there's different ways that it kind of manifests in different people's lives. Perfectionism is one of them, where you feel like if, it, if it's not 100% perfect, then you failed, right? Yeah. And really, you know, there's nothing that's going to be 100% perfect, right? So, um, so we have to get rid of that kind of belief that it has to be, right? And imposter syndrome can also either have you uh, become the workaholic, like you're working hard to always try to prove yourself, right? Yes. And you can overdo it, right? Yes. And, you know, and you and you and you and you probably know when you've done it till it's good enough and even better than good enough. But then you go beyond because oh my gosh, you know, I don't want them to find out that I failed, or I don't want to mess this up. I can't mess this up because you know then I'll be a failure. They're going to think about me this way. You know, the same people that are praising you. You know, now you're worried right. about that. Right. Or it can lead to you doing nothing, mm -hmm. right? I don't want to shine because if I shine, that means I'm going to have to do it again and again and again. And I don't know mm -hmm. if I can do it again, right? Yeah. So I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to stay right here where, mm -hmm. where things easier and more comfortable. Of course, now you're not using your gifts at all, right? The, the, like what the world needs from you is not coming. What you need from you isn't coming out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And something that was coming through when, when you were talking about that is especially when I think about us as black women, right? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times what we're taught is, okay, so whatever it is that you're learning, you have to be 10 times better than everybody else because you are a black woman. Yes. Um, so I think a lot of times, you know, when we're, we're brought up in that way, that kind of aids and abets the, uh, the, the road mm -hmm. to imposter syndrome. Definitely. Definitely. You know, like you say, we're taught that, you know, you have to do twice as much just to get the same thing. We're taught that we, we don't even deserve to be in the room, much less sitting at the table, you know? <laughs> you know, so we're brought up with all these limitations that you may not even uh, understand that you have or, or perceive that you have, right? But they, they've stopped you every start, step of the way. So you haven't gone after that promotion because, hey, I don't belong at the table. And you may not be saying this to yourself consciously. Right. And this is the other thing. When imposter syndrome, people who have imposter syndrome are high achieving people. So they have achieved a lot. They can set a goal and they can reach it. It's just that when they reach the goal, they think they're not deserving of it. Mm. You know, so it's it's very difficult for people outside kind of like, what are you talking about? 
you know, of course right. you can be, you could become CEO of that company because you know X, Y, and Z. You've done all of this kind of work. Why would you not? Right. You know, but you, you don't, you don't believe that of yourself. And as women, we've been taught, and as Black women too, especially, we've been taught that we're not supposed to even have those kinds of dreams and goals, much less achieve it. You know, yeah. I've been telling someone else the other day, it, it's like um, women. Men are taught think like if they're going after the job, right? A new job. If they know one out of all the ten criteria, they're like, okay, I got it. Right. Then we can have nine out of the ten criteria. <laughs> and we're like, oh no, we're not gonna apply because we don't have it. Yeah. You know, and it's just the way that society has brought us up. Mm-hmm. You know, but we have to go and in order to get over it, to to move on, to really flourish and really shine, we have to get over that. We have to change that old belief. of us not being good enough absolutely absolutely so that actually reminds me of a story that my mentor was telling us um about um during one of our sessions and she was saying you know she had i forgot who this this man was um but he was talking to her and he was like you know it was like women can have like some of the best ideas right (laughs) And they'll come into the the boardroom and they'll, you know, they're presenting their, their, whatever their, in their idea is mm-hmm. or whatever. He was like, but they don't own it. Like they don't come in like, I got this. This is, this is my room. This is what I'm mm-hmm. doing. He was like, you all talk yourselves out of it before yeah. you've even gotten in there. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm like, wow. Yep. That is mm-hmm. so true. And that has happened to so many of us. And it's not just us talking ourselves out of it. Yes, we're responsible for ourselves, right? But we have been taught and indoctrinated, you know, throughout, you know, our years of growing up that we're not supposed to be there. Or you're not, you know, um, you know, good girls don't don't talk loud. You know, they're not assertive. You know, oh, you're you're being a servant. Oh, now you're you're bossy. You know, you're a bitch. You yeah. know, no, no, I want you to get the work done. That's it. Like, yeah. you know, if Mr. Man asked you, you'd have been like, yes, sir. <laughs> but I asked you, <laughs> and it's, it's a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. You know? So we're not taught, even amongst women to women, we're not really taught to respect each other while we're working with each other. So thing that um that yes it's something that we now that we know we can take responsibility for we take ownership for but it is definitely something that has been ingrained in us throughout our years of growing up absolutely it definitely has Mm -hmm. so i want to switch gears for just a moment because (laughs) you brought up hypnotherapy and um, I've been seeing a lot about it. Haven't read up on it yet. This is one of my things that I want to read up on. Um, but can you talk a little bit about what that is? Because, you know, when people think of hypno or hypnosis, they think yeah. about Hollywood telling you that somebody's got a coin in front of you yeah. and they're going to make you, you know, you know what? like bark like a dog and, yeah. and do all this crazy stuff. <laughs> So, so I'll say, yes, that, that is true. Um, so people believe what we see from Hollywood, right? So, I mean, part of what I have to do is combat those stereotypes, right? Um, if, 
so hypnotherapy is putting you in a relaxed trance state where you really have a heightened awareness right, and a heightened focus. Right? And at that point, then you can make suggestions to your subconscious. So what they do in the um, Hollywood stuff, if you ever um, notice, they ask for a ton of volunteers and they weed them out, right? Because you, you want the person who's more susceptible, who's more willing to follow your instructions. Right. So, um, i.e., you will not bark like a dog <laughs> unless you want to bark like a dog, right? <laughs> you know, so, and they weed them out to find that person who will be willing to bark like a dog, right? right? So with, with hypnotherapy, when you're under hypnosis, you are in complete control. You are aware of what's going on around you. You hear the sounds. Yes, your eyes may be closed. And sometimes they could be open, but they may be closed. But you're hearing all the sounds around you, mm -hmm. right? There's nothing that the hypnotist can, uh, a therapist can do or suggest to you unless it's something that you've already wanted to do. So I cannot make you bark like a dog unless at some point in your life you wanted to bark like a dog, right? <laughs> I also am not able to keep you in trance, you know, in that, in that um, state, right? Mm -hmm. That hypnosis, you know, for the rest of your life. So you're going to stay there and I'm, I'm, I'm having puppet strings or something, you know, for the rest of your life, right? Once, okay. once it's over, it's over. And really at any point, the client, if they're like, yo, this is, I don't want to do this anymore. You, you can get yourself out. It's like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm done. Right. I, as the hypnotist and the hypnotherapist is just there to help keep you safe. Right. To help um, guide you towards your, your subconscious. Cause really what I'm doing is working with your subconscious, with you and your subconscious to get the answers that we need to get so that we can get rid of this problem and reprogram something new. Because what our subconscious is doing, right, with all these things that's preventing us from doing is really trying to keep us safe, mm -hmm. right? So somebody t said, oh, girls are not supposed to be talking in the boardroom. So you go in the boardroom and you don't talk because you remembered. And maybe there was something else that happened that that made that um, real for you. Somebody mm -hmm. spoke in the boardroom and they, you know, they got yelled at or something. It might not even been the boardroom. It might have been in school, right? Little girls are not supposed yeah. to raise their hand, right? You're not mm -hmm. supposed to know math. You're not supposed to know science. You're not supposed to know anything, right? And you raise right. your hand and you got the answer right and then everybody got mad at you, right? Or all the boys got mad at you because right. you got the answer right. So, um, so that now prevents you from now raising your hand again in the future and you don't even realize it you know because you're still accomplishing all of these great things but you're not going to the level that you can't go to that you're right. supposed to go to if you know if you did not have that in the back of your head so your, your subconscious is trying to keep you safe by saying don't raise your hand Charmaine remember what happened don't raise your hand I mean it might have been second grade but hey don't raise your hand it might have been college but hey don't raise your hand <laughs> you know and you're a grown person you're still not really raising your hand unless maybe you're 100% sure. And how often is that? And even if you right. do, you're not using it really hard. You know, like, oh, maybe, you know, I kinda, yeah. you know it, instead of just really, you know, going for it. So I, um, I work with my clients to get to their subconscious using hypnotherapy, right? So we get to the subconscious 
we communicate with the subconscious and we get the answer, we get the re what it was that started this whole thing of us thinking we can't raise our hand, right? right. And then so um, reprogramming our subconscious to be like, it's okay to raise your hand. You know, it's even okay to be wrong sometimes, <laughs> you know? Yeah. You'll be fine. You know, you are enough. You know, you can do this. And to get it into our subconscious, because our subconscious is what rules our everyday life. Truth. You know, Truth. all the things we don't think about. So we're not thinking about, oh, yeah, in second grade, I didn't, I raised my, I rose my hand and everybody got married. You're not thinking about that anymore. But that's still affecting you, right? So we want to get that out and then put something else back in there that's going to give you the life that you want to um, live now on a subconscious level. So you're not thinking about it. So, yeah, I have a good thought. Oh, yeah, you know, maybe we should do this and this, that without yeah. thinking and second guessing yourself anymore. Beautiful. And this way, you'll be able to, you know, live the life that you want, as we should. Why not? It's about time. Yes. Hallelujah. <laughs> <It is. laughs> There's no time, like right now, for the right time. It is exactly. the right time. You know? Exactly. Exactly. Yes. yes. You know? so. I love that. I I do because it's it's it just seems like it, it's really taking things because a lot of us do have a lot of inner child stuff, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. from when we were children, you mm -hmm. know, because I know me, this is something that I talk about a lot is when I was in, I think it was the first grade or something, I was told that I, I talked too much and mm -hmm. that you know, I don't need to talk so much. <laughs> and I'm like, mm -hmm. but I got stuff to say. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, I was a talker, but you know, that, that teacher saying this to me mm -hmm. as a child made me feel like my voice doesn't matter. Yeah. So, you know, that's something that it took me some years to kind of realize what that did. Mm -hmm. And how that impacted me. That's mm -hmm. like, oh, so that's why I felt like my voice really didn't matter. You right. know. So right. that's beautiful work. I love that mm -hmm. you're doing that because so many women need that, you know, mm -hmm. because <clears throat> you're right, as women we're conditioned in so many different ways. It's just like with like men are con conditioned and taught a lot of times. Mm -hmm they're not really taught about like housework and, and stuff right. like that. That's the woman that's supposed to know this. So then mm -hmm. meanwhile, uh, you have this lazy man <laughs> that ain't picking up nothing. He ain't cleaning up nothing. He ain't cooking nothing, you know, <laughs> but he expects his woman to be that way. Mm -hmm. And those whole like roles and stuff, I mean, I get it, but at the same time, sometimes mm -hmm. that's a little, um, it doesn't really help because nah. it, it doesn't really speak to who that person is going to grow up to be later. Cause I mean, right. he may not marry nobody, and then what? He gonna be hungry all the time? Cause you know, exactly. didn't learn how to cook. Well, let me, say, be filthy. <laughs> let me say, let me say, before my ends of watching this, mine does cook. <laughs> he does clean. <laughs> he does oh. take his kids sometimes. So just in case he says that, he he watches this. But yes, but we are like 
as in general, you know, right. we're conditioned to gender roles, right? right. And that's what I was. That's what I was trying to get at. Is is the mm -hmm. roles that we're yes. that are put on us, and then so women are supposed to be. We're supposed to be submissive. We're supposed to mm -hmm. not speak our minds. We're supposed to not have great ideas. We're supposed mm -hmm. to just be um, sometimes a prop. Um, for whomever and whatever, right. you know, right. and and I'm I'm glad that a lot of women like yourself are stepping forth and saying, "Hey, I want to help women find their voice. Mm -hmm. I want to help you reclaim that part of yourself." So I think what you're Definitely. doing is beautiful work. Thank you, thank you. And I am really trying to um, why I work with um, women who are thinking about starting a business or um, already have a business and trying to grow it because I'm really into economic empowerment, mm -hmm. right? Especially for women. So, so, so that's why I kind of targeted um, that population as well, because from there, you know, once you able to stand on your feet economically, you'll be able to help others and help the community also um, stand up, you know, yes. economically, but it, but you, we have to still get past all of these limiting beliefs that we have, right? That may be general things that were said, or it may be, you know, something specific that happened to you, like them saying that you, you, you talk too much, you know? And those are things that, you know, and that's your gift, right? Now you're talking, right? You have a podcast. Uh, yes. That's your gift, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know? So we have to... We have to get past of all these limiting beliefs. And really what I found is that hypnotherapy helps us get there quickly, mm. right? Um, meditation and mindfulness and yoga it also helps to get us there. But it may take a little bit longer. But mm. if you combine hypnotherapy with meditation and yoga and mindfulness, mm. it's like, oh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> You know, that's what I, I do when I work with clients is to combine them because I want a holistic kind of healing. I want an economic healing, right, for themselves and for their families and for the community, right? Because I know it's all going to um, end up rippling out to everybody else, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. I love it, my sister. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So um, do you have anything currently that you're offering that you want to tell oh, us about? Yeah, I do have a, um, a high achiever, um, self-confidence um, coaching program that mm -hmm. I'm offering now. Um, if you're interested in finding out about how to get rid of some of your limiting beliefs, especially imposter syndrome and anxiety, you know, then you could go to my page um, on in, uh, Instagram, which is uh, look dot field dot do right and you can find a link there and you, you can set up a time for us to talk love to talk to you let you know what i'm doing see if really if you have imposter syndrome or not right and then see if we can work together or not if it works out for both of us and I, you can also find me on facebook it's under charmaine walker right um so if you just look for the one that looks like me <laughs> <laughs> There are there are yeah. several of us in the world of um, Facebook, but yeah. and so you'll find information there, you know. But I'll be happy to speak to anybody to help them um, 
you know, get over their limiting beliefs and, and, and make this money, right? <laughs> so we can have the bag. <laughs> we can have this freedom that we deserve. You know, yes. we've been suffering way too long. There's no need for us to suffer. Um, there, there are ways um, and uh, modalities out there that can help us. And I just believe that hypnotherapy combined with mindfulness specifically is one of the ways to get us out of um, suffering. Yes, you know, to, absolutely. To get to, to get to what, and the thing with hypnotherapy, um, when you work with someone one-on-one, is specific to you. So it, it's, it's it, yes, there's general things, right? And you mm-hmm. can go on YouTube and there's lots of um, hypnosis um, recordings on YouTube and you can go on there and use those. Those are great. But those also take longer because they're not specific to you. They're not speaking your language. It's not getting to your problem um, or your issue that you have. So that's that's the benefit and why it also works fast um, when you work with a, a therapist, a hypnotherapist. Yeah, that makes sense because, I mean, how else would I be able to get over being told that I talk too much? Right. If I'm looking at something general, that's not really helping me. So right. that's that's beautiful that you brought that up and, and they can help it's just that it, it might it might take longer right that's right. can help you know yeah. so, I, I want everybody to be as healed as possible <laughs> <laughs> hey we are on this healing journey that yeah. is that's really i think a big part of just life it's just mm-hmm. healing and mm-hmm. you know that's that's how come you know I, and I know you do too, how we're striving to do this work to help people undo generational trauma, generational things that have been passed on, you know, generation Mm -hmm. by generation by generation. I actually just posted something in my stories, um, and I know I'm going to misquote it, but you'll get what I'm saying. It says, it's funny how my parents were traumatized raised by their traumatized parents who were raised by their traumatized parents and Mm -hmm. this cycle continues until someone says it stops here it stops here yeah and the great thing is it's not our responsibility to heal all of the traumas if we can start with even one yeah yeah I mean if you could just have it if if you could change um you know one thought to from oh i'm not i'm i'm too much of this i'm too little of that whatever it is i talk too much i'm to the you know change it to i am enough yes like i'm enough like you would go out in the world in a completely different way yeah right versus holding back something or being angry about something so now you're lashing out you know, but if you really believed in your heart of hearts, in your mind, right, the everyday functioning of your mind, your subconscious, that you are enough, we would show up completely differently. Yes. Completely, completely different. Completely different. Mm-hmm. And oh, what a world that would be, right? <laughs> like utopia or something. <laughs> Well, Charmaine, I appreciate you coming on here and talking to us about imposter syndrome and hypnotherapy. I learned a lot 
So now I'm like, uh, they better click on your links and hit you up. Because I'm going to put all of her information for those who are watching this on YouTube or listening to this on the podcast. All of her information is going to be in the show notes. So you can hit her up if you have more questions. She would love to talk to you, I'm sure, about this um, because this is her passion. And yeah. um, I know that she is a very gifted goddess. And this this is her work. This is her this is her lane. <laughs> Thank you so much, Aslan. I so, feel so blessed to be here and honored yeah. to be here. I'm so glad you had me. We've been it's talking been about a long time before. coming. Yeah. <laughs> but we, we made it here. And this won't be the last time. This won't be the last time. Good, good, good. <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you all. Have a wonderful day. This has been the Sacred Pathway Academy podcast. So um, I hope everyone has a wonderful rest of your day. And um, I appreciate you. And I will talk to everyone real soon. Bye, y'all. Bye.